So, Luke, what's going on? I mean, what three times in like two weeks? Yeah. Well, we're trying. We're trying to make be consistent, aren't we? We're trying. We're trying. We are trying to be consistent. So, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Not Lunchtime Learnings, the Estate Agents Podcast. So, um, how you doing, Luke? Yeah, very good. Thank you. You uh, well, first first of August, isn't it? It's a new month. You're only as good as you're only as good as last month's figures. I know. And how was last month for you? Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good for for July. Um, some of the um, let's just quickly. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I have been to sleep since uh, since then. But um, in terms of uh, so we had our busiest listing month since July June. Um, in terms of new instructions for sales coming onto the market. But uh, if we went back to actually value of those instructions, then it'd be back to November. Uh, sales agreed was its highest since September uh, last year. Uh, highest outbound phone call month since September 2020. Uh, so highest outbound phone calls and and highest number of viewings taken place since June 2021, uh, where... They June we did one more viewing than what we did in July. And what do you put that all down to? Those numbers. Um, so there's a big em- structure, uh, massive, massive emphasis on structure. So AM PM uh, kind of kind of structure, um, and that was a couple of people attributed that. Yeah, Peter Rollins, um, obviously a big believer of that, and what what he tried to do or did do at Foxton's. Um, and obviously, I'm sure he's doing it there whilst he's interim CEO. Is is he interim yeah, CEO? Yeah, yeah. interim I think CEO. They've just, I think they've just employed somebody, but yes, yeah, he's he's been going into every branch wow. and seeing what he's doing. And I think he's talking about they need to get um, bringing more negotiators in. So yeah. I think they're on a the drive. To yeah, no, no, no. I mean, a great, great company. I mean, I posted that on LinkedIn the other day. Someone was celebrating their anniversary or, or something to working at Foxton's, and I did make a comment about it being a great company to work for. Again, invest, investment in their colleagues, just the culture that they have there and everything else. Um, so structure um, and consistency with the prospecting. So half, just half an hour every day, 9.30 till 10, all the offices um in the join in and they do prospecting on uh or creating opportunities should we say of of market of market appraisals and again it's then that's launched onto the consistency in those market appraisals being done so we're consistently doing over 220 market appraisals month in month out since we brought that in which was around feb march time amazing and actually you know one of the things that came out today in the trade press was um the new smoke and carbon monoxide alarm regulations and and for me and actually i'm going to do a little video on my sjb facebook page very soon maybe straight after um just to talk about what an opportunity that is to speak to your um your landlords that actually maybe you didn't win um, that are on the market with other agents that are let by a let by other agents and obviously your own um, your own customers as well yeah. um, and make that a stay in touch point. So yeah. um, that's something that I would be doing now because knowing um, letting agents, some aid letting agents, the good ones no doubt would be doing it or have already done it. 
the other ones won't and this is an opportunity to show your expertise and also start talking about what's happened to rents in your areas you know yeah. when was the last time you're letting agents offer to take you for a coffee to see whether you'd be interested in maximize your investment well i know that's always never um, and I know wherever I've been and asked that question, every single landlord is happy to go for a coffee to maximise their investment, especially what's happened with rents over the last couple of years. Oh, crazy. You know, crazy. Absolutely. And what a, what a better, better way than demonstrating why a landlord really needs to manage service? Because the, we talked about it last week. There's going to be lots and lots of changes over the next 12 to 18 months once the government get their acting to gear and decide who's being the housing minister and everything else, where those legislation changes. So you've got the no-fault eviction change. You've got to handhold and guide your landlords through that. Only just, uh, I came, I've come upstairs, but we've had a landlord on the phone that was a let-only landlord. Um, he's having problems with his tenant because he's tried to do a rent increase and that tenant isn't paying the difference in the rent increase. And what does he do? But that, in all honesty, Mr. Mr. or Mrs. Landlord, that is why we offer a managed service because without being disrespectful, there's so much legislation to comply with. As we know, there's over 170 pieces. I had um, that, That's why we have that service. Let only landlord, you opted to not include that service. So I had a conversation with a landlord this morning um, looking at our terms and conditions so oh, what's this about that you've got to have blind clips um and so i said well it's just one of the many pieces of legislation that that got brought in two three years ago you've got to have clips that are physically attached to the wall for the little beads so that they're not running free uh, or loose or dangling free so that basically children were accidentally hanging themselves because they were getting it caught around their neck and it was a is a choke choke hazard so that again just that simple piece of legislation that landlords aren't compliant with but i had a again another conversation on friday about mees um and i know i think we mentioned mees because of 2025 but they, they've got an f-rated property and they haven't got an exemption certificate well technically that they're breaking the law with renting their property out because they haven't got they haven't got an exemption so um, I run a thing called Landlords First um, with, with our landlords, and I do it via WhatsApp. Um, and perhaps we can go through this another day. But WhatsApp, it's all, all, all through the phone. It's not done as a distribution list because I have tried a distribution list and it doesn't work. It doesn't get delivered. But where it will actually mail merge to your contacts, a bit like an email mail merge, but uses WhatsApp. It comes from your phone. You use it in Google Sheets, and you can send a message to – and they don't have to then be a contact in your phone – but the way I run it is that I get landlords to volunteer to join my Landlords First programme. Do they want legal updates? Have they got a property appetite? Have they got um, uh, an interest in attending a seminar? Um, and uh, what's the fourth one? Can't remember what, what the fourth one is off the top of my head. But there's those those four. They've got four things. And um, if they only want legal updates, that's all they get from me. They don't get the buy-to-let properties of the week uh, or, the, or of the day. And some days I could send them three or four properties. And generally we're getting three or four viewings, not from the same people that want to look at those properties. I'm just doing a legal update because of the conversation that I had about me on Friday, because I'm fearful that there's a lot more landlords out there. And it's just that whole Gary V jab, 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 jab over time. 
how easy for people listening or watching this is that to set up uh dead easy dead easy so sim simple thing uh, and i'll gladly talk if, if anyone wants to reach out i'll gladly talk them through it it's not a problem so two things we have a type form because we've got a nice sexy looking form that the landlord fills them fills it in so they opt in um they fill out what they want their mobile number their uh, email address and also their name what they want to be opted in for and then uh, that's you can either store that in a spreadsheet we store it within the crm and then it's google sheets to then use this uh, whatsapp merge tool to then link it to send that to your phone so setting it up a couple of hours but then how easy it is so when you get that red hot property that you want to put out to your investors um and you've got them in your in your mobile phone then that, that's where it really pays its dividends um so i think so far we've sold two properties um and we've only been using this whatsapp method for about six weeks now um, so i've been testing it out and i have mentioned it to mr watkins because uh, i know he's a massive advocate of it so we, we agreed that we were going to catch up in a couple of months once i've kind of found the ups and downs from it but um it's a great way of being able to not spam people it's not about spamming people because you're only sending stuff that people want to get last thing you want to be doing is sending a load of junk um and also what's that better open rates um and people are going to look at it and then you start to engage in the conversation okay brilliant thank you there you go 12 o'clock monday top 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 tip we're going now thank you very much <laughs> very good very good so um i just had a really funny call actually um with somebody we know very very well and oh, one well. of the when they talk about um, today is actually doing research on your clients. Yeah. Uh, and who you, you know, when you go out and who you meet and um, do you do some research on them? Do you, um, you know, maybe Google them, maybe Facebook them, maybe look on LinkedIn, maybe see whether you've got any mutual interests, maybe realize that actually they are the, um, were, were awarded the number one estate agent in the UK um and then start selling them to as if like so um luke um mm. i want you to imagine about being the number one estate agent in the uk how would you feel about that i'd be over the moon good that's amazing and how would you like to get x amount of market appraisals on a monthly basis uh how would i well, we already get a good amount of market appraisals. Are you guaranteeing me any extra? Oh, I don't know how much you get a month because obviously I haven't done my research, Luke. Um, but here, you know, here's the thing: the person we're referring to is the number one estate agent, was awarded yeah. the number one estate agent. And what was very funny, um, Michelle said, "Why don't you go along on my website and just take a look at the first video?" and then tell me about what research you've done about my business. And then there was like a silence. And um, if you're going to do and cold call somebody, you know, do so, at least do some yeah. research, at least, at least do some preparation. Yeah. So I had, um, I had well, a... Funny, funny enough, I, I had a similar, <laughs> uh, so two, two examples. I had a, had a Facebook message from someone who is an industry trainer. Um, Sorry. Well, no, you've not mastered Facebook yet, so I don't think it'd be you. Um, but again, if this is an example of where either automation goes wrong or there's um, just 
just, just spray and pray where it was um i have, it, I have a i have the same message by the way uh, so uh, I not had the chance to work something like I not had the chance to work with you or notice that you're in the industry. I think it was notice you're in the industry. Uh, be great to catch up. Um, and yet we'd already engaged with this person in, in, in the past. But that's an example. And, and LinkedIn messages where I, I got one the other day and they wanted to know uh, all about our building portfolio. We don't have a building portfolio. I've never alluded to that in my LinkedIn profile that we, we build properties. Yeah, I have I have one similar as well. I can't even remember what it was, but you know about about doing your research. Oh, how I can help your estate agency, Stephen. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. <laughs> my agent, my is great. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. So, do, so do some research. But look, I'm sure we're all guilty of it. Of course know. we are. Of course, of course. I'm sure you know. I can hold my hands up and say, you know, I haven't done research. But saying that, I had a incredible guest in my morning learnings on. Um, on Friday, Lara Morgan, who was a serial entrepreneur, um, yeah. and she sold her business for 20 million after starting it when she was 23. And we talk about research. So I've done quite a bit of research on Lara and she'd done a bit of research on me. But what was really interesting was um, her, under her um, name, it, got, it, it says um, on her website, only actions count. Only actions counts. And what I loved about Lara was she was constantly, because I wanted her to be a guest, okay? And yeah. I had heard her speak at Belvoir Conference and I thought she was exceptional. And I mentioned that, um, you know, you and I have been to James um, Timpson's office and we wanted to go and spend some time with her. And she's a really busy lady and hopefully in time, you know, we may go and spend a, a day with her or yeah. she may put us in touch with somebody else we can go and listen to who's exceptional on sales. But she kept on saying, right, I had to not go through hoops, but I had to take action for her to get a little bit further. So she would say, look, um, Stephen, just drop me an email, um, an email reminder. Okay, so dropped her, you know, lovely speaking to you, meeting you. Um, it'd be great. You know, I know you've got a couple of mergers going through, but when those go through, if you give me time. So surprisingly, three months later, I got a message from her. So one of the things we talk about is, you know, how did you remember to call me? So you spoke about your phone and she just said it's all about diary management, how you manage your diary. And she said, I put everything in my phone. And that I so I knew I was going to call you in three months time, you know, some message in my phone and I called you and I bet you were really surprised. And I said, yeah, it was really I was shocked. And then she said to me, so we had a really nice conversation. Um, I got a message. Can you know, um, Laura can speak to you at eight o'clock. So I've done all my research. I put all the clues in that I, you know, looked at her website and whatever. And then she said to me at the end, um, she goes, Stephen, you know what? Um, I would love to get you onto my podcast, but I can't do it till next year. But I'll tell you what, can you send me a funny story? Okay, just send me a funny story and then I'll have it there and that will remind me to, you know, about the podcast. So how many people would actually follow up and do it? Okay. I would imagine I would imagine as time goes on, the it, it drifts off the amount of people just drift off and think you know what i can't be bothered with this yeah but i did it i sent her a funny story well i didn't think it was funny but she did and <laughs> she sent me an email back saying you know that's amazing that's fantastic 
And then the next thing, it was like, um, I've got time for you and I can do it next Friday. And it's like, you know, one second I can do it to next year, now I can do it to next Friday. And, and it just demonstrates to me the importance of um, action um, and making sure, you know, that you do it and you take action. And then we started talking about, um, I go, I want people really to listen to the podcast without giving it all away because I think there were so many top tips there. There were a couple of things we spoke about. Um, and one of the things was about being uncomfortable. Um, and she was with a work experience person. Um, and she took him to a, a, net, a networking event. Um, and, you know, she was talking about how even she found, finds it difficult at times, you know, to speak to people. But she sets herself goals on this um, networking event as to how many people she's going to speak to. And then she got a really nice thank you card from the work experience person. And he said, thank you very much for helping me seek being discomfortable. Um, and then she started talking about it and she called it sweaty knicker moments, um, which again was different and she speaks her mind and um, she was very, very funny. So she was very good. But one of the things we spoke about and, you know, we speak about this today, I'll ask you, was what do you think the qualities are needed to be a top performer? So, you know, when you're recruiting, what are you looking for? What are the, you know, what are your qualities that you think top performers have? Yeah, so, it, uh, well, it quite, it's, an inter it's an interesting one because sometimes I don't necessarily go in with a set criteria depending upon how the flow of the conversation goes. But um, certainly one of the key things is uh, an open mind, um to be open to open be open-minded but also um communication discipline um willingness to learn and an openness to learn because i think that everyone's very keen to be sent on a training course but are you prepared to invest 10 15 minutes here there to actually help help yourself grow so like listening to million dollar agent or one of our podcasts or one of the many other great podcasts that are out there um and co cooperative uh, is is another one because we had an example of that recently where we were where we were interviewing and just right at the end of the second interview, the lady said, "Well, if it was out, out of the different locations, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go to Oldby because it's too far." Um, and immediately it starts to ring alarm bells in my head to think, "Okay, well, is that?" Fair, fair play for maybe being honest, but when we talk, we're only talking. So from one office, so from where we are now to OB is about two and a half miles, three miles at the most. So not a massive amount. Commute in the morning, maybe ten minutes tops. Um, and there may have been other reasons for it, but then it's like, okay, well, sometimes you need flexibility in a business. So is is that person going to be flexible when you do need to have a change? So sometimes a colleague could have called in sick is that person going to want to be able to go over to, to the office? So it starts to ring alarm bells and do you want, do you want that? So that, they're, they're kind of examples, they're kind of examples for me, but a massive one is that, is, is that um, passion for learning, but then what is their passion? And we've learned that again, this was something that uh, Peter Rollins uh, 
asking in interviews, asking someone, sell, sell me your passion. So, Steve, Stephen, what, what are you interested in outside of work and outside of estate agency? Constantly learning. Constantly learning. So if you were edit, to take you away from the learning, is there anything else that you're interested in? Yeah, I love my um, my pets who are going mad at the moment. So, so your pets are your passion. So tell tell me, Steve, why should why should I'm not a pet owner, so why should I look at getting a, getting a pet? Oh, they're great companions. They give you hugs. They know when you're down. Um, they can cheer you up. Um, they're fun. They're friendly, and at times they're well behaved. Hey. <laughs> so, so he's kind of talking along, talking along those lines. So you can delve deeper and deeper, and you can ask, well, what's the most memorable, memorable memory that you've got with your pet, with your dog, or, or whatever it is? And and some people get really, really into it, and get, and you can start to see the, the kind of the passion um, come out of them. So, one of the guys that's still with us now, Joel, one of it, his passion was cheese. He loves a good cheese, and we still talk about it to this day. We're, because uh, it's a it's a camembert is his favourite a Dunkin' camembert, but that it, it's in, it's interesting to see when people lower their guard and start selling you their passion. Yeah, and actually one of the things that were really interesting, and I think I'm going to do that on our mastermind. Um, Lara talked about scoring your staff um, yeah. out of ten which is a really, really interesting exercise. So she listed six or seven things to, and you know, one of the books that she kept on talking about, which I highly recommend to, to read. It's Good to Great by Jim Collins. Yeah. Um, having the right people in the right seats on the bus. Um, so that's a really interesting exercise. So anyone in my mastermind group, you may be getting that exercise um, in the September sessions um, just to do it. And then I think, um, so again, some of the stuff that came out, um, always learning, um, trying to add value, um, humility, resilience, um, integrity, having a commercial mindset, um, passionate, um, again, um, the way you're different. So, and, and the constantly learning was a massive thing, which was yeah. really, really interesting. So it's good. So don't take my word from it. It was um, one of the best ones I've done. So um, I thought it was exceptional. Yeah, loads, yeah. loads of really, really good takeaways there. And potentially I've been introduced to somebody who's going to get on who was the ninth employee at Apple. So wow. um, I've, been, I've been introduced. And yeah. it just goes to show that, you know, what conversations you have with people, you really don't know where they're going to lead. Where they, where they could lead on to, no. Which is another, you know, which is another reason for seeking discomfort and having conversations with people because it may well open plenty of doors for you. So huge yeah. lesson there. So I think we should end on actually the lionesses last night. Um and one of the things that we've done a couple of times, and I read there was a, one of the players, the right back for England, Lucy Bronze, um, wrote a letter to herself. Yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, that's a great thing. You know, we've talked about it before. So, you know, you talk, we're the 1st of August now. Um, congratulations to the ladies. I was in tears last night. It was absolutely fantastic. Hopefully that will change the landscape of women's football and not yeah. just women's football but um sports business 
and loads of other things, which was absolutely incredible. It was amazing to see. Um, but we're August the 1st now. We've got five months, five months to go. Why don't you write a letter to yourself about what you want to achieve between now and the end of the year? Okay, start the letter, get the envelope, put your name and address on it, okay? Put it in your drawer, okay? Put a message in your diary, 25th of whenever to, to open it, even send it to yourself, so put a stamp on it. Yeah. Um, give it to somebody in your office, maybe ask them to send it, um, and then see whether you reach your goals that you wanted to achieve between now and the end of the year. Do it as an activity with your team. Morning meeting, do it as an activity with your team, blank piece of paper, envelope, bit of sellotape to seal it up, put it away safe, safely in a safe or locked in a cupboard somewhere, Set, put a note in your, in your 1 to 31 system or calendar system or whatever, 19th of December or whenever you're going to close, post them all second class, they'll land on your doorstep between Christmas and New Year and it'll be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, and actually you're going to go... That's my handwriting. Yeah. Why have I written? Why, why, what have I done? Why am I writing to myself? So, I mean, that's a really good exercise. Maybe that's something else we do in the um, group as well. Give everybody what you want to achieve in the, in the last quarter of a year as well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's coupled with that. You talked about rating um, your colleagues. I know in the past you've kind of done the personal audit. So rating yourself in various disciplines as to what it is to be uh, an estate agent uh, or or successful or a high performer yeah um, i mean that, that is one of my training sessions where yeah. actually that's what i do so i've got a list of about 14 um, skills that you need to have to be a top performer and then i ask people to score themselves before then we discuss it and actually what it then comes up with is an accountability plan that people can sit down with their next up um, and just go through and and help them um, improve learn and get better so yeah. again um, if people want to get in contact with me about that they're very welcome to and the good thing was Luke yes we're going to end on a high we have got listeners We've got I, I know we got I got messages wow. can, you send me, can you send me the Josh vegan stuff can you send me the vendor care stuff so yeah. thank you everybody that did get in touch it's nice to know that there are people listening and we are incredibly grateful and as always you know if you've enjoyed it um please like it please share it get the message out there um we are back we are doing it consistently that's three yeah. weeks in a row which is amazing so well done Luke. Speak on him before the end of end of the week we will see we will see what we can do so yeah. thank you everybody for that uh, for watching for listening thank you jeremy for joining um and we will catch up soon have a good Take rest care. of the week cheers bye